From the American Society of Cataract and Refractive Surgery, I'm Josh Young, and this is As Seen From Here. On today's podcast, Obscured by Smoke. Of all the risk factors that we looked at, the strongest and most consistent risk factors was cigarette smoking. First this. On February 22, 2005, As Seen From Here podcast its first episode. It was just an announcement that ophthalmology internet radio programs would soon follow. They did on March 20th of that year. And they were downloaded by exactly no one. Because podcasts had only just been invented. Hello? This is As Seen From Here. Hello? Anybody out there? The idea of podcasting to physicians was so new that the Chicago Tribune ran an article about As Seen From Here, calling it a clear vision of the future. Email me, I'll send you a PDF of my brush with fame. Now, entering its fifth year of podcasting, As Seen From Here has thousands of downloads in more than 100 countries. Even before this enormous growth, the American Society of Cataract and Refractive Surgery shared my vision of ophthalmic education without borders, that geographic barriers should not be educational barriers. And you know what? You share this vision too. Kudos to the ASCRS, and kudos to you. I can't imagine why anyone would smoke, yet cigarette smoking continues to increase in popularity in Asia with an estimated quadrupling in Asian smoking-related mortality between 1998 and 2030. We've read of connections between cigarette smoking and macular degeneration in Caucasian populations. To what extent are these findings applicable to Asian patients? Tian Wang, a frequent guest on a scene from here, comes to us today with results from the Singapore Malay Eye Study. Tian, welcome back to a scene from here. How important is AMD in Asia? AMD has traditionally not been thought to be a major problem in Asian populations, and there are two aspects of it. First, there has been a feeling that uh, uh, Asians do not uh, get AMD. And second is that they get a form of AMD that is different from that seen in Western population. For example, uh, some clinicians suggest that they, uh, Asians uh, are more likely to have a polypoidal choroidal vasculopathy. Is there any evidence that the incidence of AMD is increasing in Asian countries? Well, there isn't any uh, evidence about incident data, but the recent studies that our group and others have shown, including uh, studies in this paper, suggest that the prevalence of AMD in Asian populations is very similar to that in the Western populations. There has not been much changes over time. It's just that it has not been noticed that it's also a big problem in Asian. What are the factors, environmental and otherwise, that are known to contribute to AMD? Traditionally, there are factors that are related to both genetic and environmental factors. We know that there is a very strong genetic risk factors for AMD, and this has been identified uh, in uh, mainly Western populations. The frequency of the genes and the influence of genetic factors in Asian populations is less well studied. The second group of factors are so-called environmental or lifestyle risk factors, of which there are uh, probably three major groups. One is cigarette smoking. 
and that has been shown consistently in both Western and in Asian populations, such as uh, the study uh, here, uh, to be associated strongly, consistently, and in a dose-dependent fashion with AMD. So the more you smoke, the longer you smoke, the more current your smoking status is, the higher the risk of uh, AMD uh, in both Western as well as in Asian populations. The third group of risk factors are uh, really uh, cardiovascular risk factors. And there has been less consistent associations, but nevertheless, people with uh, uh, AMD uh, are known to have a higher prevalence and frequency of risk factors such as high blood pressure or hypertension, uh, as well as uh, uh, various uh, uh, risk factors such as uh, inflammatory risk factors, uh, as well as, uh, in fact, uh, even uh, dietary risk factors. Tian, what is the Singapore Malay Eye Study? The Singapore Malay Eye Study is a population-based survey, uh, and um, there it's modeled after the classic uh, beaver dam and the Blue Mountains Eye Study done in uh, Wisconsin and in Australia, uh, respectively. And the study aim was to examine in people 40 to 80 years of Malay uh, ethnicity, which is uh, one of the major Asian ethnic groups uh, 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 in Asia, uh, the, both the prevalence as well as the risk factors and impact of uh, eye diseases uh, uh, in Asians. And in the Singapore Malay Eye Study, we examined 3,280 people, um, giving an overall response rate from eligible participants of 78.7%. And we have uh, previously described the prevalence uh, of visual impairment, the causes of visual impairment, as well as the epidemiology of uh, myopia, glaucoma, cataract, and other disorders. How was AMD determined and what constituted AMD for the purpose of this study? For the purpose of this study, we took uh, uh, digital retinal photographs after dilation of two fields in both eyes and we uh, graded these photographs for the presence and severity of AMD according to the Wisconsin AMD classification. Essentially, this grades uh, uh, AMD into two major uh, disease categories, early AMD and late AMD. Early AMD signs include uh, soft drusens as well as retinal pigment epithelial changes, both hyper and hypopigmentary changes. And late AMD includes both neovascular or exudative AMD as well as geographic atrophy. What parameters were investigated? We investigated both via questionnaire uh, a host of environmental and lifestyle risk factors, as well as by laboratory and clinical investigations, various cardiovascular risk factors. Tian, what were your results? The main findings were that, the, uh, as mentioned before, that the prevalence of AMD, both early and late, was very similar to the prevalence of AMD in similarly aged populations seen, for example, in the Blue Mountains Eye Study. And that is probably one of the major findings uh, of this paper. The second finding was that of all the risk factors that we looked at, the strongest and most consistent risk factors was cigarette smoking. And we found that the pattern and the severity of smoking was associated with AMD 
And again, this was very similar to the white population in the Blue Mountains Ice Study. For example, we found that people who were current smokers were essentially three to four-fold more likely to have uh, late AMD than people who were never or past smokers. And those that were current cigarette smokers who smoked more than five packets of cigarettes a week, which is, represents uh, slightly less than one packet of cigarettes per day, which you would consider as a heavy smoker, were nine times more likely to have late AMD than people who uh, did not smoke. And this is very similar to the Blue Mountains Eye study, which found that current cigarette smokers were four to five times more likely than non-smokers to have late AMD, and that if you were a cigarette smoker, a heavy cigarette smoker of more than five packs per week, you were about six-fold more likely to have a late AMD. The second major finding, which was that looking at a range of cardiovascular uh, and lifestyle risk factors, including body mass index, including blood pressure, pulse pressure, lipid levels, uh, serum creatinine, which represents uh, kidney function, uh, uh, glucose, HbA1c, uh, as well as peripheral artery disease as measured by um, ultrasound, we could not find any major risk factors for both early or late AMD with the exception that people with a history of previous myocardial infarction were two times more likely to have early AMD than people without a history of myocardial infarction. And in a multivariate model, while controlling for both um, hypertension as well as cigarette smoking, we found that people with a history of myocardial infarction were about 80% more likely to have early AMD as compared to people without uh, a history of myocardial infarction. What do you think that it means from your study that smoking was more associated with late than with early AMD? I think what it does suggest is that uh, the risk factors or, uh, for early and late AMD in this study is not completely identical. And this is seen in many different studies itself and confirmed in this population. So the risk factors that predispose people to the early stages of AMD may not necessarily be the same risk factors that predispose people progressing from early to late stages of AMD. And what we have found here is that smoking is more strongly related to late AMD, suggesting that it is probably more important uh, in terms of uh, it acting as a risk factor that uh, uh, increases the risk of progression from uh, early stages to the late stages of disease. Tian, from what you've learned from this study, is there anything any different that you're doing in your own practice? I assume that you've always encouraged your patients not to smoke. Yes, I think uh, that's correct. Uh, uh, I, what we have now uh, done, not so much in clinical practice, but from the results of this study, it does suggest that uh, smoking is still the major preventable risk factor for uh, late AMD. And the importance of this is not as much as uh, clinical practice in which physicians and ophthalmologists already know that uh, this is a major uh, risk factor. But from a public health perspective, this is important because while the prevalence and the frequency of smoking is stabilized or in fact even decreasing in Western populations, it is in fact increasing uh, at a rapid rate in 
other uh, countries, including and in particular in Asia uh, and in China itself. So I think this is going to add to the burden of AMD and other uh, smoking-associated eye diseases in the future if we do not have a, a, a very uh, robust uh, strategic plan to prevent and to have a uh, to prevent smoking from increasing in these countries. Tian, is there anything that you'd like to add? The significance of the association between uh, a history of myocardial infarction and early AMD may be important. There's increasing evidence that both the cardiovascular disease and AMD share a common soil, as in that people with cardiovascular disease appear more likely to develop AMD. And similarly, people with AMD are more likely to develop also uh, cardiovascular disease. In studies that uh, have been done in different populations, um, it suggests that people with AMD are at higher risk of developing a stroke as well as that of heart disease. And so it does mean that there might be similarity in terms of the etiology and pathogenesis of both uh, diseases itself. Tian Wang, thank you so much. I'm uh, happy to help. Okay, take care. Tian Wang is Professor of Ophthalmology at the University of Melbourne Centre for Eye Research Australia in Melbourne, Australia. His paper, Smoking, Cardiovascular Risk Factors, and Age-Related Macular Degeneration in Asians, the Singapore Malay Eye Study, appears in the December 2008 issue of the American Journal of Ophthalmology. Ask questions of Dr. Wang or any of our previous guests, or make a comment about any of the topics we've discussed. These interviews are meant to be the start of a conversation in which you participate. Write me with your questions or comments at jyoungmd at gmail.com. As Seen From Here is a production of the American Society of Cataract and Refractive Surgery. Be a part of the next podcast. I'm Josh Young.